Hey y'all, it's Rachel from Smarter Teaching, here to share a latte and give you all the tools you'll need to work smarter, not harder, in your classroom. Hey teachers, I'm a little late on third Thursday this month. I had a Marie Kondo moment last Thursday. We were planning to go out of town, and unfortunately, third Thursday got bumped to Monday. Uh, I'm still chugging away on my GoToReads goal, so I'm here to review the last two books that I read between the end of January and right now. The first book I read was Beneath a Scarlet Sky by Mark Sullivan. This book was published on June 1st, 2017, and it is one of my favorite genres, historical fiction with a focus on World War II. It was based on a true story, and I was really jazzed to read it. It popped up in like a Kindle search or popped up on Goodreads, and when I read the summary, I was really interested. So here is the Goodreads summary of Beneath a Scarlet Sky. Based on the true story of a forgotten hero, Beneath the Scarlet Sky is the triumphant epic tale of one young man's incredible courage and resilience during one of history's darkest hours. Pino Lello wants nothing to do with the war or the Nazis. He's a normal Italian teenager, obsessed with music, food, and girls, but his days of innocence are numbered. When his family home in Milan is destroyed by Allied bombs, Pino joins an underground railroad helping Jews escape over the Alps and falls for Anna, a beautiful widow six years his senior. In an attempt to protect him, Pino's parents force him to enlist as a German soldier, a move they think will keep him out of combat. But after Pino is injured, he is recruited at the tender age of 18 to become the personal driver for Adolf Hitler's left hand in Italy, General Hans Leiers, one of the Third Reich's most mysterious and powerful commanders. Now, with the opportunity to spy for the Allies inside the German High Command, Pino endures the horrors of the war and the Nazi occupation by fighting in secret, his courage bolstered by his love for Anna and for the life he dreams they will one day share. Fans of all the light we cannot see, the Nightingale and Unbroken will enjoy this riveting saga of history, suspense, and love. So, after reading this Goodreads summary or review... I was pretty jazzed to read this book. It also has about like four and a quarter stars, I would say, overall on the Goodreads community. Um, my personal review is really just three stars. Um, when you read the book, there's a foreword that where the author talks about like this extensive level of research he did on this book, how he repeatedly went to Italy to interview Pino Lella and other people, um, how he does research in Italy and in Germany on like the um, circumstances of the war, on specific events. So he talks up front about the level of research he puts into the book, which is great, right? Like if you're writing historical fiction, it should be rooted in fact. Um, but as you read the book, it becomes pretty clear that he's taken some liberties with Pino's life, which really didn't bother me. What I found frustrating was that there were several points in the book where the story would have been enhanced by taking some liberties with the story. Um, and the author kind of acts like his hands are tied and that he has to be faithful to Pino's life, especially at the end. And I just think that, uh, as I said, it's clear that he's taken these liberties in other places, it, at other points in the book and then at other times when you he feel it, it reads as though he's pigeonholed and he has to be so faithful to Pino's life and like the things that happened in the order in which they happened um I also felt like we as a reader are left with really big questions about several characters notably Anna General Liars and I would also say Pino's brother um they 
the author also kind of does a um, afterward and sort of talks at the end about uh, the rest of Pino's life after this book. Um, he talks about uh, what happened to liars after the war. and But um, I feel like even still... I wanted a little more information on liars and I definitely wanted more information on what happened to Pino's brother as well as, well, I mean, not necessarily, I think that as a reader, you're left with a lot of questions about Anna as well. Um, but I think that the end just really felt unsatisfying to me. I feel like there could have easily been, um, while that might've been the ending in the book might've been like the actual ending that happened in real life. Like I said, it's clear to me that like throughout the book, he, the author has already taken liberties. So it felt a little disappointing that he wouldn't have taken those same liberties to for like a better ending. Um, however, despite these inconsistencies, the story was enjoyable. Um, I definitely read it. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like a chore to read it. I enjoyed the book. Um, but I feel pretty medium about it. I don't really think I would go out of my way to recommend it to a friend, but I also, if someone said they were reading it to me, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't say to them like, oh gosh, don't waste your time. So it just felt to me like a pretty pedestrian book, right? I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I'm not going to really recommend it to anyone, but I'm not going to encourage people not to read it. Um, I guess I just felt pretty disappointed given that it's a genre of book that I like super love that I thought it would be a little bit better and a little more um, engaging overall. The other book that I've read uh, since the last Third Thursday is I Am Watching You by Teresa Driscoll. This book was published on October 1st, 2017, and a word of caution. The title is I Am Watching You. I repeatedly searched for it as I'm Watching You, and it doesn't come up, and it was really frustrating me. but it's because I'm watching you is not the title. It's I am watching you note. Um, this book is a mystery slash thriller. Um, it isn't a genre that I read a bunch, read a bunch, but I generally do enjoy it when I read it. Um, so the Goodreads review of this book says, what would it take to make you intervene? When Ella Longfield overhears two attractive young men flirting with teenage girls on a train, she thinks nothing of it, until she realizes they are fresh out of prison and her maternal instinct is put on high alert. But just as she's decided to call for help, something stops her. The next day, she wakes up to the news that one of the girls, beautiful green-eyed Anna Ballard, has disappeared. A year later, Anna is still missing. Ella is racked with guilt over what she failed to do, and she's not the only one who can't forget. Someone is sending her threatening letters. Letters that make her fear for her life. Then, an anniversary appeal reveals that Anna's friends and family might have something to hide. Anna's best friend Sarah hasn't been telling the whole truth about what really happened that night, and her parents have been keeping secrets of their own. Someone knows where Anna is, and they're not telling, but they are watching Ella. And this book on Goodreads has uh, just about a four-star review. And I think that um, this book, I think someone... Uh, someone I follow on Instagram. I can't remember if if it was another teacher or if it was someone who like, uh, posts book reviews a lot had just read this book and suggested it. And so I, I read it as well. Um, this, I also gave a three star review. Um, so again, kind of like nothing I'm really going to go out of my way to recommend, but I'm not going to tell people to avoid it either. 
Um, this book, I was surprised by who ultimately was the perpetrator of the crime. But uh, in this situation, it almost felt um, implausible to me. The person who ultimately is the perpetrator is the criminal. It it felt like they um, had spent so much time taking, not taking attention away from them, but painting them to be uh, a different way. And so then finding out at the very end that they were the um, perpetrator, just, it felt a little unreasonable and implausible to me. By contrast, the last mystery I read before this, The Dry, also had kind of a surprise twist um, perpetrator, but it felt a lot more reasonable and likely as the book played out. Um, I will say that one thing this author does really well is cliffhang every single chapter. Um, every time I would be reading at night and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to read to the end of this chapter. Oh, I'm just going to read to the end of this chapter. Something would happen at the end and I'm like, oh God, I have to keep reading. Like what's going to happen in the next chapter? So I definitely think that while overall I felt like it was just kind of a three-star book, the, she does the, she does cliffhang the chapters really well in a way that makes you want to keep reading. Um, I also thought some plot points were a little extraneous like they didn't really seem to tie back into the larger crime to the larger mystery to the larger plot um for example there's like this whole side plot where um the Ella's son and his girlfriend like they're teenagers and the son gets his girlfriend pregnant and like that whole side plot just kind of felt a little superfluous like it didn't really tie back to the overarching plots um and it just felt a little unnecessary. I will also say another note about this book is that the author, I mean, the, the book whole book takes place in England and the author is clearly English as well. And I will definitely say that it was um, funny at times because I felt like obviously, even though the book is written in English, there were definitely times where like there were some colloquialisms or slang and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so I think it's kind of just funny how like even reading a book in your very own language can sometimes be a little tricky. Um, and again, I would personally give this book three stars. It was, like I said, engaging. Every chapter kind of ends with a cliffhanger and I definitely was uh, motivated to find out who, like what the, how to solve the mystery and like who committed the crime. But um, I just sort of felt like at the end when I realized who, when the, when it was revealed who the perpetrator was, that it just was a little bit implausible. So those are the two books I've read this past month. I'm really excited. I've been wanting to read The Hate You Give for a long time, and it's finally available for me during the library at the library. I'm picking it up tomorrow. So look for um, The Hate You Give to be reviewed next month on Third Thursday, as well as hopefully at least one other book. Um, if you have any book suggestions, you should definitely let me know. You can send me an email with book suggestions. You can DM me on Instagram with book suggestions. I love book suggestions. Okay. Enjoy readers.